0: good morning everyone my name is brian and today is february friday february 16th 2023 <laughs> oh man where did these notes come good morning everyone it's friday june 16th 2023 and this is episode 44 35 of the lots project podcast a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control and it's for friday it's a 10k giveaway friday it's uh coffee with brian man if i can know what month it is i was only what is that four months off you know i i wanted to check out and not have to ever um what is going on with this ever have to it's it's everything's all messed up this morning i think i was thrown off by my interview last night it was interesting um but anyway yeah all thrown off all thrown off schedules are all thrown off i uh, fell asleep and my phone wasn't plugged in and it was dead when i woke up my morning routine's all off it should be a good one guys should be a good one for sure 10k giveaway um (laughs) Kyle says, good morning, Kyle. Backwoods Butcher says, I got PB and J's, Mar and GSD. Let's fucking go. Yeah, um, dude, don't let anybody steal that PB and J from me later. <laughs> have a couple, have a couple French presses of GSD. What's wrong with my face, man? Everything messed up except my face. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's see what's going on, Pip. Pip got his uh, window ACs for the win gingerbread uh, hashtag 100. That is not going to be the 10 K giveaway renegade butcher. Good morning, Josh Uh, hashtag. Hi, Corey. Um, That is not going to win you anything except, uh, Corey, (laughs) you won Corey's love. That's all it takes boys. That's all it takes. Give her a hashtag. Hi, Corey. And uh, she's all yours. I, yeah, if I can't keep her, but, uh, Hey, let's do, uh, Josh or, uh, Kyle says, good morning, Corey. Hi, Corey, uh, not hashtag hi, Corey. So he does not get the love. Does not get the love. Um, 10K giveaway. Let's, uh, let's get that hashtag up here before we get going too far. Uh, Kyle mentioned that he has GSD in his cup. And so do I. And so do I still working on that bag of GSD this morning. And, um, Pip Pip, our history guy, he's been going through a little bit of stuff down there in Florida. He's got his AC at his house is on the fritz, and uh, the service tech didn't show up when he said he was going to. Pimp is having a tough time. It Looks like he's got he was making a homemade swamp cooler at one point, and uh, sounds like he got some air, uh, window AC units rolling to get a little cool. 85 in Pip's house the other day and you know I, I wanted to feel bad for him and it is humid down there in Florida probably more humid than Tennessee but you know when we turn the air on in the in the, in the trailer for the dogs is when it gets to what was it 88 88 and it happens all the time this thing's like a tin can and uh heats up but uh man sorry you had to deal with that 85 probably like I said a little bit more humid but For Pip, in honor of Pip this morning, we're going to use hashtag stay cool Pip. That's stay cool Pip. S-T-A-Y-C-O-O-L-P-I-P. Stay cool, Pip. Let's see who we got coming back in. Um, Backwoods Butcher says, I got, hashtag, I got a high Kyle the other day, so suck it. That's not going to win you 10K. <laughs> Canadian Farm says, says Hi, Corain. <laughs> K O R A I N, Corain, I think. That's close. That's close. Close enough. Uh, Pip says, uh, He's laughing. Renegade Butcher in with the Stay Cool Pip. Uh, Pip and I I's cheers. Stay Cool Pip. <laughs> K Bonk in. Backwoods Butcher in. Oh, this is going to be a good one morning k bonk how we doing how we doing and uh, k bonk gives you a sup k she's down to that she grew up in the ghetto <laughs> <laughs> well close to the ghetto she went to the school that was it, what was in the well it wasn't really in the middle but it's where they sent all the kids that got kicked out of all the inner city schools so uh, new hat. No, uh, just just ran it through the washer. Just wa- ran it through the washer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I beat the living shit out of my hats. I, uh, you know, it just uh, came with that service tech mentality. I've never really worried about keeping them clean. Um, man, grease on my hands goes on the brim, shit like that, and I just wear them till either they can't come clean or um, I just run them through the washer when I do wash. And uh, I did a I did an item of the day on these pull patch hats. Last week, I think, and a video and all that, and it says in there not to machine wash them. Uh, this one didn't turn out much worse for wear, and it did get pretty clean on the backside, so I was pretty happy about that. Pretty happy for sure. Um, yeah, what do we got to talk about today? Let me see what's on my list. Of course, we got that Perfect Cup question. It is episode 100 of the Perfect Cup. Good James, guest, James, on the hashtag. I, I, uh, I got it when I saw it, and I was like, huh, oh, yeah, that would have been a good one. But uh, I think Pip's uh, air conditioning, temperate, and uh, staying cool is way more important than episode 100 of The Perfect Cup. Uh, but then we also have the history segment by Pip. He was able to stay cool long enough to um, to um, get that together, and it was another good one. I'm going to be talking about uh, my trip to the laundromat yesterday, which was uh, full of surprises and adventure. Uh, and then also stopped at uh, Tractor Supply and Walmart and have a little nugget from the old Tractor Supply. Um, I I walked by, I walked by the, the uh, water tower yesterday on the dog walks, the water tower that's right here, a couple of uh, lots down from us. And man, I saw some people doing some stuff and uh, just had a realization of um, my thoughts on height and heights and um that comfrey business in a box uh, farm in a box again just uh talk about a little bit and uh, what we what i think is going on for the near and long
1: future long term so share that with the audience today uh, we're thinking uh, <laughs> Pivot says i may or may not have reallocated a few work
0: fans um if there's enough air moving at work, I see no problem in moving air in another area in uh, in the state of Florida. I mean, it's not like you're you're taking them anywhere um too far away. So, move that air, man. Move that air. Uh, let's get to that perfect cup question of the day. Get it going. Let's get uh let's get the the show rolling so we can get through a Friday, give away some 10k, and then get some shit done today and into the weekend. Um. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, everyone. It is time for the 100th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion at the Telegram channel. That's t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots, L O T S F E E D, lots feed. Or you can find it on Noster, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or MeWe. Most likely you're gonna get your answer seen and uh and got <laughs> gotten gotten put on the list of answers to be shared on the show if you throw it in that telegram channel or at the very least, Noster is uh second best, but the rest I sometimes do not get notifications. So Telegram channel is the best and we switched it up. It is no longer in the middle of all the chatter over on the chat on the chat. I made up a new channel, which is a one way communication. I post the message and you can reply to that message and it stays contained to that message. So it's easy to navigate for you and especially for me the next morning when I'm setting it up right before the show. So. I appreciate everyone participating over the first 100 episodes. I think I'm going to keep going with it. I like this. I uh, I have a new list started, uh, some audience participation questions, and um, and some stuff that I've been finding. But if you want to submit a question, feel free to reach out to me on Telegram or email info at the or catch me anywhere you can and shoot me that question, and I will be sure to get it on the list today's question for episode 100 um, it is something that is relevant to this community to this show to this lifestyle to this mentality uh, what does it mean to be free what does it mean to be free and it was an interesting it was interesting in the in the in the comments in the in the listener feedback there i was reading through them and it was pretty pretty stock free is a uh, is a pretty defined term in in our circles here we talk about it we strive for it and um we discuss the reasons why we aren't actually free even if we believe we are and uh corey has started to uh for the benefit of of you all i'm sure not just to have the conversation with me because most of the questions she's just like what are you talking about um she she started discussing it with me because she was concerned that i was not giving my answer uh on a daily basis only discussing the the answers from the, the audience and that uh, i should re- really start sharing mine uh so she started sharing hers so we're going to lead off with ours today and then roll into the rest of the audience participation um Corey asked me and I said, you know, I really don't know. I'm, I'm actually contemplating it, contemplating this one. This was later in the evening. I had gone back and forth and, you know, everybody can say freedom's just doing what you want, being able to do what you want. Um, and I think I really landed on the ability to make your own decisions and deal with the consequences and deal with the consequences, both positive and negative. You have to be willing to accept the responsibility of making the decisions and also what comes from it. Now, that doesn't mean you have to handle it on your own. You can have family, you can have a network, you have a sports system, you can have all that. But being free, really, there is no coercion um, at the point of a gun or the, the point of being put in a cage, um, things of that nature. We, we really think that we're free in this country, the freest country on the face of the earth, um, man, try to drive without a driver's license or try to drive at a reasonable speed that you feel is reasonable, that the, your abilities, um, are, are high enough to handle that you aren't in danger or in danger anyone else, just because of a, a random number on the side of the road, you were going X amount over and tell me how free you are. It's just a little example, but over and over and over and over in your life, those little things add up to a lot. Uh, and so i I really have to lay back to that that uh, that stock definition of the ability to make your own decisions and deal with the consequences. You are free in this country. You're free to choose to obey the law. You're free to to break the law and go to jail. I guess. I guess. Um, so. Mm, it is what it is, Corey. Uh, Corey answered when I was thinking about it. She, I said, well, what about you? What about you? If you're going to pin this on me, um, you got to play too. And uh, <laughs> she, she says, uh, she came, she came to the answer of uh, she didn't know what freedom, if she can define freedom, because she hasn't experienced it yet. And that kind of, that kind of fit. You know, we, we talk and we talk a lot in, in our circles about, um, we talk a lot about, um, programming and stuff like that. And when she said that, it kind of clicked in my head and like, and I've said it, I mentioned it in my answer is we've been told we're free. This is America. We are free. Uh, but then when you examine the word and examine the situations, are we? And for her to to just realize that she's never experienced it yet. And I, I think it's more of a I know it when I'll see it type of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to save these for the save these for after. But I got a couple of live comments in there that are pretty solid, pretty solid for sure. So that's Corey and I's answer. Thanks for t- participating, Corey. I appreciate it. Um, and thanks for forcing me to participate too. Uh, we'll, we will definitely continue to do that uh, moving forward. Josh weighed in and said not having to ask permission to do things that only affect your own life, not being told how to live your own life. It means self ownership as well as responsibility for the outcome of your actions. Yes. Yes. Kyle Backwoods Butcher says not worrying, not worrying about consequences or people's reactions to what you do in life. I think that's just being irresponsible, Kyle, (laughs) not worrying about the consequences or whatever the people think. Um, Man, are you going to go blow somebody's brain out because brains out because you don't want to worry about the consequences or their reaction? We might want to rethink that. Definition of freedom, my man. But uh thanks for participating. Joseph weighed in and said, definitely being able to make decisions for your own life and not have oversight from others to own, build, or buy whatever you see fit and with whatever you have earned. Love it, love it. Back <laughs> was what your comment says, oh my bad. <laughs> Golden cricket says, I'm not going. To say I'm going to second all those and add the freedom is also the ability to gain knowledge in whatever, whatever you want to pursue. Yeah, yeah. Knowledge is definitely a key to that. Um, and withholding knowledge and uh, programming thoughts. Not I'm not saying mind control, but we all know of programming. Uh, let's see. Hit hit up Pips answer. He says I don't know. Wow. I've stalled on my thoughts on this question, which is likened to why do I hate money and mix in the poverty mindset? Pip was having a rough afternoon. The question to himself, have I clipped the history segment and shared it for sats? No, why not? I say I'm too busy. My department had the best month ever last month, and I may or may not be drooling over all the different projects I need to take care of, none of which truly help me. No, may or may not be heat-exhausted, Buddhist talk about the higher plane of mentality. Dude, good thing you got those air conditioners. I think I think the the brain might have been oozing a little bit, melting out of the ears. Uh, James weighed in with, "To be free would be mostly being left alone to take care of myself and my family without others telling me what I can and cannot do." Right along the lines of the others. Rachel, uh, Rachel agreed with Josh, the renegade butcher, and uh, let's let's hit over to these comments in the in the live feed. Backwoods butcher says, "If you think you're free, try walking into a deli and urinate on the cheese." <laughs> and uh, James says, "You're free to have three free meals and free housing if you exercise your freedom." Yes. Yes. You got it James, you got it. Ding 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 ding. Oh man. Um Renegade Butcher says no matter what corrupt regime you live under, live under, life is always ruled by the more you fuck around, the more you find out. And uh, Pip says, at 4.33 while unloading a semi full of parts, I recalled my answer for today. I used the term my department. It's not my department, not my building, not my business. It struck me of my team one. You know, Pip, I wasn't going to say anything, but when you said that, I I knew what you meant. I knew that you meant the department that you work in. I knew it, but when you said it, I went, huh, huh, interesting, interesting (laughs) backwards uh, backwards butcher says i guess i don't want to answer the question you just asked so he doesn't he doesn't incriminate himself (laughs) and josh says he's the wrong guy to ask about blowing brains out Oh, no. Oh, Josh is the second in line, the wrong guy to ask about that. Those guys are routinely slaughtering animals, not two-leggers, not two-leggers, mostly four-leggers. So don't get all upset. Anyway, that's been episode 100 of The Perfect Cup. The question again was, what does it mean to be free? What does it mean to be free? Episode 100 in the books, The Perfect Cup. Join us on Monday for episode 101, or maybe we'll do season two, episode one. I don't know. I don't know. I have a whole weekend to figure it out. But if you want to answer that question, be sure to find that Telegram chat channel, excuse me, channel at t.me slash lots feed or Nostr Facebook Telegram or er, <laughs> Nostr Facebook LinkedIn, or Twitter. The question should be posted on Sunday afternoon. And, uh, yeah, pass it around, answer, weigh in, and catch up with us again on Monday morning for that 101st episode. Thanks for listening, and now back to the main show. Oh, Kyle says mostly, Josh says allegedly, all those butchers, all those butchers. I mean, we did have a discussion in uh, in one of the butcher chats that being a butcher, if I was, if I, if, if I was a, uh, uh, a serial killer of some sort or something like that, being a butcher would be phenomenal as a uh, profession, a profession. I don't know. I think Dexter, uh, the TV series Dexter, he had it right as a forensic analyst. Uh, But what what are you going to pin on a butcher? What are you really going to pin on a butcher? The dude carries guns and knives, is covered with blood and guts, and has cleanup supplies and disposal and packaging supplies ready for his day-to-day work. I don't know. I don't know. Gingerbread Farm says the problem with freedom is other people get it, too. Not always. Not always. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's get to that history segment. Let's wrap that up. And then uh, I got a few few little stories for you guys, for sure. (laughs) Backwards Butcher says, why would you say that? Because we could completely break down a body without gutting? Hypothetically. Yes, that might be it. That might be it. Um how much work would it take to get somebody into a barrel? <laughs> hypothetically. Hypothetically. Of course. Of course. Anyway, let's get going to that history segment brought to you by Sweatin' Pip down there in Florida with uh with very minimal air, air conditioning in that old hot house. Pip was sweating. He was he was uh trying to type away, bang away at those keys. There was sweat pinging everywhere, dripping off his face, but he got it done, and then he went and worked on some Duction Cups. That man, that man never rests. Pip from DuctionCups.com. Check out Duction Cups if you enjoy the history segment as much as I do. Here we go. Here we go. Today is Friday, June 16th. Friday, June 16th. Lots of history. Hello, humans, and welcome back to Friday. Just letting you know that we only have 160. Oh, He told me to check it, and I didn't. I edited the next line. I didn't read the first. (laughs) That it's the 167th day of the year, and there are 121 days until Self-Reliance Festival on October 15th and 16th in Camden, Camden, Tennessee. If you're interested in in attending the Self-Reliance Festival, scroll down below and check out that link to get early bird pricing on your tickets. (laughs) Pip didn't write that. He just wrote, Self-Reliance Festival, October 14th and 15th. Today's Bitcoin price is coming in at around $25,765. Hey folks, silly question for you. What's the best part about being a pessimist? Well, I'll tell you, it's constantly being correct and accurate on how things turn out or just being pleasantly surprised. Either way, you're right or you're happy that happier than anticipated. Pimp, is that really a way to go through life? The inner service writer in me heard a dude say, it'll be fixed tomorrow in the same voice tone I have told car repair customers. Yeah, sure. As it is said, it is what it is. A dude cannot be staying down when when one considers that we are currently halfway through June and Duction Cups has surpassed all May earnings. So, yeah, Pip is sweating it, but not sweating it if that makes sense. Anyways, how about lots of history? Hey, Pip, congratulations on surpassing May's totals. That is super cool. We're only halfway through June. Congratulations. And now back to Pip's lots of history. This day, June 16th,
1: 1779, Spain declares war on the kingdom of Cabal. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I can't even say it after the pause.
0: Thanks, thanks, Internet. Uh, the Rock of Gibraltar was first fortified with the Moorish Castle in 710 AD. It was the site of 10 sieges during the Middle Ages, some of them successful. An Anglo-Dutch force captured the Gibraltar Peninsula in 1704 during the War of the Spanish Succession. Possession was assigned to Britain in the 1713 Peace Treaty of Utrecht that ended the war. The Spanish made an unsuccessful attempt to recapture Gibraltar in 1727 during the Anglo-Spanish War from 1727 to 1729. After the war ended, the Treaty of Seville, 1729. In 1730, Spain built a line of fortifications across the north of the peninsula, cutting Gibraltar off from the mainland. Pip's notes, Gibraltar and Gibroni are two different things. Hashtag today I learned. Gibraltar and Gibroni. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, This day in 1858, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln delivers his house divided speech in Springfield, Illinois. A house divided against itself cannot stand. I believe this government cannot endure permanently half slave and half free. I do not expect the union to be dissolved. I do not expect the house to fall, but I do expect it will cease to be divided. It will become all of one thing or all of the other. Either the opponents of slavery will arrest the further speed of it and place it where the public mind shall rest in the belief that it it is in the course of ultimate extension, or its advocates will push it forward till it shall become lawful in all states, old as well as new, north as well as south." Pips notes, famously, eight years before Lincoln's speech during the Senate debate on the Compromise of 1850, a Texas senator, Sam Houston, had proclaimed, a nation divided against itself cannot stand. Does a dude call out the president for stealing his catchphrase? Hmm. Leave it to karma. Oh, wait. Lincoln. Yeah, karma. <laughs> Lincoln stole the, the line from a, a southern dude. Huh. Interesting, interesting. All right, all right, all right. 1903, June 16th, 1903, the Ford Motor Company is incorporated, founded by Henry Ford and incorporated in Dearborn, Michigan. The Ford Motor Company was launched in in a converted factory in 1903 with $28,000, equivalent to $912,000 in 2022 in cash from 12 different investors, most notably John and Horace Dodge. Oh, them Dodge boys. The first president was not Ford, but local banker John S. Gray, who was chosen in order to assur- assuage investors' fears that Ford would leave the new company the way he had left its predecessor. Pips notes per wiki, 28,000 is roughly the equivalent to 2022 20- numbers. And no, I have not driven a Ford lately, or a Dodge for that matter but there may or may not have been a recent event where i towed a vehicle <laughs> towed where a towed in vehicle was relocated by using a forklift don't take pips park don't take a dude's parking spot <laughs> dude oh you you did you used the forklift to move a vehicle that's fantastic it's fantastic i've seen that done on multiple occasions once when it was put on the top of a building uh, just to teach someone a lesson This day, June 16th, in 1955, in a futile effort to 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 topple Argentine President Juan Perón, rogue aircraft pilots of the Argentine Navy dropped several bombs upon an unnamed crowd, upon an unarmed crowd demonstrating in favor of Perón in Buenos Aires, killing 364 and injuring at least 800. At the same time, on the ground, some soldiers attempt to stage a coup but are suppressed by royal forces loyal forces excuse me pip's notes dudes. i'm politely declining on reading into this let alone talk more about death caused by fucktards yeah 1955 guys just go drop a bomb on a de- demonstration a demonstration big enough that it was it killed or injured over a thousand people cock waffles that's all they were this day in 1976, Soweto uprising, a nonviolent march by 15,000 students in Soweto, South Africa, uh, turns into days of rioting when police open fire on the crowd. Do you think Elon was a member of that? I think he's right in that age group. Huh. Students from various schools began to protest in the streets of Soweto in response to the introduction of Africans as the medium of instruction in black schools. That's A-F-R-I-K-A-A-N-S,
1: if you were looking to read that uh, more on that. It is estimated... Fierce police brutality, and many were shot and killed. The number of pupils killed in, this, in the su-
0: uprising is usually estimated at 176, but some sources estimate as many as 700 fatalities. Who, who counted hundred and seventy-six, or maybe seven hundred pips notes. What the fuck, beans? Okay, I can't even break this down to ways a knuckle-dragging Florida dude can understand it. What the fuck? Sigh. Oh, fucking humans. Lowers head and shakes head in shame. Yeah, it makes you wonder about the human race when we just did back-to-back stories of dropping bombs and just shooting random kids. Uh, June June 16, 2012, the United States Air Force robotic Boeing X-37B space plane returns to Earth after cl- a classified 469-day orbital mission. Pips notes, the totally for science and not for spying craft cost two hundred billion million. There's now a new unit of cost measurement. That's roughly 12 and a half Moab bombs. That's mother of all bombs. Pips side notes. Guess how much the world's most expensive vehicle license plate cost? 1.06666667 MOABs, MOABs. Um, Random, just random, Pip. That is so random. The world's most expensive license plate. (laughs) Let's say happy birthday. We got happy birthday on June 16th in 1738. Everybody say happy birthday to Mary Catherine Goddard. American publisher, born or died in 1816, so that belated birthday wishes. An early American publisher and postmaster of the Baltimore Post Office
1: from 1775 to 1789. William Goddard the Revolutionary War, also printer. She was the second
0: printer of the second printer to print the Declaration of Independence. Her copy, the Goddard broadside was commissioned by the Congress in 1777 and was the first to include the names of the signatories, unlike the Dunlap broadside copy. In 1998, Goddard was inducted into the Maryland Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Pip's notes, in 1949, nine Goddard broadside copies of the U.S. Constitution were still in existence, still known to exist, excuse me. <coughs> Check your attics, folks. Check your attics. Uh happy birthday to old Tom Morris in 1821, Scottish golfer and architect, otherwise known as old Tom Morris and the grand old Tom Morris of golf, the grand old man of golf, excuse me. And he was a Scottish golfer. Morris worked as a, ga- a greenskeeper, club maker, ball maker, golf instructor and course designer, as well as playing match and tournament golf. He came second in the first open championship in 1860 and won the following year. He followed this up with the further victories in 1960 or 1862, 1864, and 1867. He still holds the record at the oldest as the oldest winner of the open championship at 46. Also, he has part of the only father-son couple being winner and runner up and that was young Tom Morris. I, uh, I, I grew up around the golf course and immersed in golf history, and I know all about old Tom and young Tom Morris. Uh, Pip's notes, ghost sports ball. Yep, yep. I quit a long time ago. long time ago. This day in 1880, Otto eisen Smile, <laughs> <Eichenschmile, laughs> Australian American chemist and author, Otto uh, was an Austrian-born chemist and industrial executive in the American oil industry and a controversial author. He may be best known for his provocative 1937 book on the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, in which he proposed that the senior member of Lincoln's cabinet orchestrated the plot to kill the president. Weird. He was a conspiracy theorist. Also, he invented a window envelope made from one piece of paper. Later, he developed a test to detect the presence of fish oil contaminants in vegetable oil. He was well published within the chemical and oil industries, authoring several articles in trade journals and magazines on various technical aspects of business. Pip's notes. You can give some thanks to junk mail from this dude. Those envelopes have that crinkle noise that you know is wasting your time. (laughs) Yes, yes. This day in nineteen forty-one, Lamont Dozier, American songwriter, producer, an American songwriter, singer-songwriter, and record producer from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, He co-wrote and produced fourteen U.S. Billboard number one hits and four number ones in the U.K. This day in nineteen fifty-eight, Daniel Darnell (laughs) Daryl Daryl Griffith, American basketball player, Doctor Duncanstein. (laughs) is an American former basketball player who spent his entire professional career with the Utah jazz of the national basketball association from 1980 to 1991. <laughs> oh, Pip who died today. Pip, let us know who died today. June 16th, 1881, Josiah Mason, English businessman and philanthropist <laughs> and English industrialist engaged in pen manufacture and other trades and a philanthropist. He founded, mason science college in 1875 which later became the university of birmingham uh mason was almost entirely self-educated having taught himself to write when a sh- as a shoemaker's apprentice and in later life he felt his deficiencies neely it was this which led him to led him in 1860 to establish his great orphanage in arrington near sutton Cottlefield, some six miles from birmingham Interesting dude. Set up a school and an orphanage. Uh, this day in 1959, George Reeves, American actor, director. He is best known for portraying Superman in the television series Adventures of Superman from 1959 to 1958. His death at age 45 from a gunshot remains controversial. The official finding was suicide, but some believe that he was more murdered or the victim of an accidental shooting. A number of questionable Physical findings were reported by investigators and others. No fingerprints were recovered from the gun. No gunpowder residue was found on Reeves' hand. Wait. Hold on. No, gunshot residue testing was not routinely performed in 1959. The bullet that killed Reeves was recovered from the bedroom ceiling, and spent cell casing was found under the body. Two additional bullets were discovered embedded in the bedroom floor. All three bullets had been fired from the same weapon found at Reeves feet, though all witnesses agreed they heard only one gunshot and there was no sign of forced entry or other physical evidence that a second person was in the room. Despite the unanswered question, Reeves death was officially ruled a suicide based on witness statements, physical evidence at the scene and the autopsy report. Now, I'm wondering if George Reeves is any, (laughs) any relation to Christopher Reeves, because they both played Superman And then another sketchy, weird murder death thing. Huh. Pip, What what were you thinking? (laughs) And uh, the final passing today in 2013, Sam Farber, American businessman, co-founder of OXO. In 1960, Farber founded Copco, which manufactured enamel coating and cast iron cookware. He sold Copco in 1982, largely retiring from the industry at the time of the sale. But guess who made a comeback? Farber is credited. Farber is credited with revolutionizing the kitchen and utensil industry by developing and introducing a line of utensils and plastic-coated black handles through XO Oxo Kitchen Utensils. I remember. I know that. Uh, uh, I know that uh, logo now that I read it more. While more expensive than traditional utensils, the new soft black-handled utensils proved to be a success with consumers. OXO, an American manufacturer of kitchen utensils, office supplies, and housewares, founded in 1990 and based in New York City. Sam Farber, I assume old Mr. Farber had something to do with the Farberware teapot that is behind me. Holidays, this day, West Sussex County Council officially recognized the day in 2007 to celebrate the rich heritage and culture of Sussex. Pips notes, some people in England, and uh, quietly sips coffee, and carries carries more than a butter knife (laughs) and South Africa celebrates youth day students from various schools began to protest in the streets of Soweto in response to the introduction of Afrikaans as the medium of instruction in the black school it is estimated that 20,000 students took part in the protest they were met with fierce brutal police force they were met with fierce police brutality and many were shot and killed The number of pupils killed in the uprising is usually estimated at 176, but some sources estimate as many as 700 fatalities. We talked about it above. Pip's notes, that was so not the youth day I was anticipating to read. Oh, Pip. Anyway, oh, yeah, go get stuff done and duck yourself good. Big smiles from Pip. Oh, yeah. Pip. Pip's notes, big smiles is another movie reference from Lethal Weapon 3. Pip, I appreciate it. Stay cool, man. Hope that air works. That was a great edition of lots of history, especially for Friday. Go out. Check yourself out. Some Pick them up and enjoy them. Thanks, Pip. We always appreciate it. Let's hit over in the comments here. Oh, just the butchers talking about themselves. Uh, anybody else getting in on that stay cool Pip hashtag? Um, oh, wow. Yep. Good job, guys. Good job. Good job. Thanks, Clintons. Uh, Shakespearean cults. Oh, wow. Went sideways in the comments while I was reading that. That's uh, that's always good to see. Anyway, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I had, a, I had an interesting trip yesterday. I went down and got
1: our uh, weekly grocery shopping, our bi-weekly laundry, and I had to go to Traction Well, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, I had to get some supplies. I got a, I got supplies to do
0: the bearings on the... Grease the bearings on the trailer. I got supplies to change the oil in the generator. Uh, I got a shovel. I uh, picked up an extra shovel for uh, installing that uh, comfrey out at Delinquent Scully this weekend. And I wanted to pick up some paint at Tractor Supply. And this is where my day started. So I got down there after I did the show and, and show prep, I get down to tractor supply. That was my first stop. And I walk around the whole store and I grab all the stuff I needed. And I wanted some marking paint. Uh, we had when we were out there at one point we had a fluorescent yellow, a fluorescent, um, a fluorescent pink. And, uh, I think we had an orange maybe with us. And, um, the pink worked really well
1: the the yellow did not work very much at all uh, with Hey hey how we doing uh, I wanted to pick up some pink uh, to get that get
0: that uh be able to mark that so i was gonna pick up some more while i was there uh maybe some some tape also and so i was looking around i get over to the spray paint section and i'm looking at all the spray paint and all i'm seeing is normal colors if you follow the show for any length of time you know that my color my color um determination determining skills are not that great i uh i I struggle with shades i struggle with um, colors that are close to each other on a spectrum and things like that so i'm looking at all these spray paint cans and i'm not seeing anything fluorescent i'm not seeing at all nothing no marking paints and i'm like am i missing something and then i'm thinking to myself can I not see the the shade? Are they like close to a non-fluorescent kind in this row? And am, am I missing it? And so this dude happened to be walking by um, down the aisle and it wasn't an employee or anything. I was like, Hey, can you help me for a second. He's like, what? Sure. I said, is there any fluorescent marking paint in this? I said, I have trouble with colors. Um, I just, trying to figure out if there's any fluorescent paint here orange pink um, something like that and he's like no nah, I don't see any man and I don't know if you remember watching the show yesterday but I had a shirt on that was quite bright my uh, my my blaze orange Bitcoin um, my Bitcoin shirt had that on and he uh, he kind of looks at me and he goes you mean like your shirt? And I looked down and I was like, yeah, I guess I could have matched that to one of the caps. Thanks. Thanks. Um, he's like, nah, dude, there's there's no marking paint there. I was like, okay, thank you. Felt a little embarrassed. He walked on. And as I walked on, I, I saw the section where they had like the marking uh, plastic, the plastic film and flags and things of that nature. And I was like, oh, maybe it's over here. No paint, no paint. So I was like, match. I matched some of the, the the tape to my shirt. Actually, after he mentioned that I had a fluorescent shirt, grabbed some tape, and then I was waiting in line. In order to do the bearings, I picked up some brake clean, some grease, and uh, some other things. And I was waiting in line, and the girls like ringing out all my stuff, and she keeps pushing the brake clean to the back of the thing. And I'm watching her, and I'm like, what What are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I got to put it at the back because they're gonna ask for your birthday. I said, for brake clean, what? When did you need to be eighteen to buy brake clean? She goes, oh, it's because it's aerosol. I'm like what? You have to, you have to be eighteen to purchase anything in an aerosol can at this point in life. I said, well, anyway, um, do you have any fluorescent marking paint? She's like, no, no, we're out of it. So apparently, there is a shortage in this country or at least in the tractor supply supply chains, of fluorescent paint. Fluorescent marking paint that you see marking outside. So if you need fluorescent paint, be sure to stock up. Be sure to uh, to, to sure up your preps. Have that on hand because currently there is a supply chain shortage of paint. I also let her know that I only huff the brake clean a little bit while I'm doing the bearings. So she didn't have to worry about it. She could put my birthday in and it would be all right. So after I made a fool of myself at Tractor Supply asking some dude to, to help me find paint, um, I headed over to the laundromat. And that's where my day got really weird. I go to the laundromat every other week now. Um, now that we're going to get back on the road, I'm guessing we're going to do quite a bit more... Um, We'll do a couple of loads of hand laundry while we're traveling, uh, but when we're sitting sitting tight and there's a laundry mat convenient, we've been using that. Um, <laughs> Renegade Butcher said the Tennesseans huffed all the fluorescent paint already. I was wondering that if maybe the fluorescent was the good huffing stuff, <laughs> huffing and puffing and stuff. But anyway, I go over to so I go over to the laundry mat. I go in. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty routine for me. I have got it all figured out. I I use the same washers I go to the same laundry mat. I use the same washers, the same dryers. And so I walked in, I had my four loads of laundry and I go and I start loading the washers and I'm loading the washers and I smelled shit. Like I had stepped in it. Like I stepped in dog shit on my way in something. I could smell it. And it was, it was, um, it was kind of coming and going, wafting. And, you know, like when you step in dog shit and you move your foot, you kind of smell it. But then you're standing and it goes away a little bit. And uh... <coughs> <laughs> and so I'm sniffing. I like I'm smelling this. And I'm like, I look at them on my shoes. I'm like, what is that smell? And so I, there's a bunch of kids running around this place, and the kids were old enough that they were running around, but young enough that they probably still had a diaper on, maybe a pull-up, maybe they dropped one in their fucking diaper, and they were running past me, and that's why the smell was kind of like randomly hitting me. So I kept, I kept filling my washers, I'm filling my washers, I'm putting the, du- I'm putting the money in, and um, it's getting worse, and I'm like, what the hell? All of a sudden, the bathroom door of this place opens. And this woman walks out, and the whole room—literally, I—I I can't express the wave that hit me. It was like probably—what would you say? That's like a forty-foot by forty-foot room full of washers and dryers. It's—it's so yeah. it's a big, big room. Washers and dryers going like crazy. You know the smell of laundry mat. It smells like uh, wash detergent and dryer sheets. And as if a, a tsunami of stank came bursting into the room, it literally smelled like she had taken a dump in the middle of the floor. And I was blown away. I was I was blown away. Now, this this place has air conditioning in it. It's nice and cool in there. It's, it's usually really nice to hang out. I went and sat outside in the 90-degree blazing sun on a bench to avoid... Being in this place, I'm like, I'm like, holy God! Corey asked, <laughs> Corey asked me if she thought that maybe it covered up. She thought it would cover up from the smell, the laundry mat smell, the 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 dryer sheets, and the washing soap. And I said, I don't think this woman. Like, I I saw her, and I kind of examined. I didn't examine her. I observed her for uh, for the rest of the time I was doing my laundry. I don't think this woman really cares what what anyone thought or what she smelled like I, mean, I will almost guarantee it but I got to experience that I got that was fun um I mean I guess you got to do what you got to do but holy god I uh, I would have been I would have been impressed if I could have
1: produced that
0: I definitely would have been impressed um but the rest of the trip went uneventful it cleared out pretty good I think they got pretty good ventilation there but it was it was absolutely amazing to me the whole course of events Got my laundry done. Um, I don't feel as though I have pink eye yet. Uh, possible, possible coming up. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that was fun. That was fun. It makes you really uh, between the screaming kids and the the poo smell. I think the laundry mat is not for me. I, I I luckily only have to go every other week, but it is um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um. <laughs> Canadian farm says, and that's how Brian got pink. eye, not from the other thing. Uh... (laughs) Oh yeah. Gingerbread farms talking about that's why gas stations in Detroit sell one or one or two colors of spray paint and socks. Yeah. If nobody, if you don't know, you haven't been to the ghetto gas station and saw all the different supplies, the random shit they sell there. It's all used for drug use. Those little things they have, the the fake roses in behind the counter, is a vase for your girlfriend. Yeah, it's a fucking crack pipe. Just so you know. Just so you know. It's all about how you label things. (laughs) Socks, spray paint. uh, What are the other things that they sell there? Uh, There's all sorts. Oh, man, I I have to go back and do the visual walkthrough on some of the ghetto gas stations I worked in and uh, trying to figure out why would they have that? Oh, yeah. That's it. Good uh, Morning, Golden Crickets. How we doing? Um, Josh says I got pink lung. <laughs> uh, he said they also sold steel wool. Steel wool, yeah, filters. Um, I think it's uh, you can use it for a screen. Uh, you can use it to smoke crack and meth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all. It's all. <laughs> K-Bonk weighs in with what is freedom, rolling back to the 100th episode of The Perfect Cup. He says, freedom is staying away from the population. <laughs> yep. Corey, you've experienced freedom already. You, you've experienced freedom. You you just didn't know it. (laughs) I guess you have to go into society more to realize. You don't know what you got until it's gone. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. I got to move these two other things. I got to move at least the water tower. I have to highlight this to move this to Monday. I'm not talking about this right now. But uh, yeah, just uh, know coming up on Monday, I got a story about
1: heights and how much I love them. Uh, Let's hit that comfrey quick, and then we'll wrap things up. Comfrey... Wow, that was a long one. He really doesn't want
0: me to make money. So just to fuck Elon, uh, go go ahead and uh, get a hold of me to order a business in a box, a farm in a box. Basically, we're sending out a Comfrey Farm starter kit and um, <laughs> Golden Cricket says this, he frozen or did my internet die? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, We're going to be selling 10. We're going to be selling limited amount this fall. Uh, It's going to be enough comfrey for you to start your own business. Uh, The same amount I sent to uh, Scrambling last fall or last summer, actually, it's coming up on 11 to 12 months right now. And uh, just by one tiny little listing and an experiment that we were doing in order to get some data to present to people to sell this farm in a box. We've grossed over one thousand dollars in just root sales in uh yeah in in less than a year uh that those results will vary depending on your grow season how long you can grow how long that plant can develop but he's got plenty plenty more we could have sold a lot more there are several other products that come can come through that but we're going to be selling this box out the door for 2.99 $299 gets you a, uh, I don't have it here close enough to grab, but a huge, huge box full of comfrey. Actually, it's a large legal mailing envelope, but I will be doing video of it this weekend. We're going to head out and install one at, uh, Delinquents Gully, Toolman Tim's property down here in Tennessee. I will get some video of installing it in a undeveloped property, which will be way different than normal, um, and see how that goes. How it goes as an unmanned uh, kind of developing uh, farm and income stream. Uh, Scrambling is hopefully going to be putting together a um, how-to on how to do it on an urban lot. How do you, And uh, I obviously know how to do it on a homestead, and now we'll be getting documentation on an undeveloped like side property and things like that. So excited about that. We have enough stock that we've determined we can sell 10 this fall. Uh, that's going to come with the route and then one-on-one coaching, consultation, questions, and uh, troubleshooting, things of that nature uh, for the foreseeable future until you feel that you are steady enough and ready to rock. And then you can always contact me after. Between now and spring, uh, when we will be full blast launching them and selling them as much as possible, we will be developing coursework um, and not coursework. We don't need you to do work, but uh, we're going to be getting documentation down on the process, on the business model, on the different products, how to make them, how to harvest them, all the details between now and spring. And then we will be rolling it out at a very much higher price point with the, the business plan, the Comfrey stock or any part of that so look forward to that or if you're interested in getting started with a comfrey farm a comfrey business in a box let me know we're going to be selling them probably pretty uh, just offline a direct contact for this season and then going into the spring we will launch the whole program so if you're interested let me know and uh, be one of those 10 that are going to get one this fall uh 299 299 for man it's it's well over that in in comfrey just alone, let alone the the business consultations. So let me know, let me know. Uh, Item of the day, before we get to that 10K, I'm gonna make you wait till the end. Folding Step Stool, uh, Home Living. There are a couple of different other brands that I found on Amazon. I linked one of them. They are all the same stool manufactured, probably in the same facility and with different names put on them. yeah, it's a it's a 13 inch folding step stool. It's great, it holds up to 300 pounds. We use it around the camper. Corey needs it to get into the back of the upper cupboards and things like that because she's just a tiny little girl. And uh, I need it to reach some things like on the top of the camper. Uh, anyway, it works as a stool. It works as a like a sitting stool, a step stool. Great for kids uh, around the bathroom, like getting up to the sink or the toilet, things of that nature. Excuse me things of that nature. There is a link to a video uh, or excuse me, a blog post review. There's a video on the blog. There is a link in the video description. If you need a nice little folding up step stool to slide in the pantry or things like that, check them out. Check them out. They are great. They're great. I really enjoy it. And we use it all the time and it's tough as nails. So check it out. The little folding stool and let's get to that 10 K drawing giveaway. Last chance. uh, Golden crickets. If you're not in hashtag stay cool pip stay cool pip last call um rolling down i'm gonna do this drawing right at um at one hour of the show i think i got 30 seconds 30 seconds we will do the drawing and then get out of here for the week last call last call five entries that's it you got a good chance got a good chance of winning you didn't go over and enter did you Oh, she already has my money, she says. Oh, anyway, there, Golden Crickets is in. I think that's the last one that might be in the crowd that hasn't been in. Let's uh, let's share this screen. God damn, I forgot to share the screen. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, we're running late. Sorry, guys. If you got something to do at seven, I apologize. Here we go. Let's draw it. Round and round and round and round she goes. Golden Crickets won last week. Almost forgot to send her her winnings. And Gingerbread Farms. Congratulations, James. Congratulations, James. Don't get too excited to drive off the road, but you just won 10K. Satoshis. (laughs) Congratulations, James. Hey, guys. It is a great, it is a great week. Uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend. We got lots planned around here. We're out to delinquents gully. We're going to install that comfrey business in a box. We are going to work on the bearings, maybe change the oil in the generator, get our greens, uh, greens experiment going a little bit more. I have to, uh, work on my hardware wallet. I got to record videos, (laughs) man. I might be tired on Monday morning. Good thing I got some DSD to get me through it. Have a great weekend, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show, the week. And if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day. Make it a great weekend. Get shit done. Stay free. Have fun. Do work. We'll see you on Monday, guys.